0: my name is Kara, and together with Chris and Gadi, we bring to you Big Country Discovery. On this channel, we explore blockchain technology, NFTs, cryptocurrency and give you an insight into Big Country development. Big Country is building an application that provides Metaverse as a service. Anyone can use our application and within a few simple steps, you can be on your way to building your own Metaverse. Metaverse is essentially a digital world. It's an online place where people can go to earn, learn, connect and grow bitcountry metaverses will be built by the users for their communities people can come in without any 3d knowledge or coding to create their own world on today's episode we have our founders welcome shannon justin and ray you guys are here today to share your vision of bitcountry and we want to learn more about you guys as leaders we have recently launched our testnet and we kind of want to know what happened how did it go where to next Three and a half weeks after launching, we have 3,600 metaverses that have been created, 850,000 square meters of virtual land that has been deployed. Ray, you have described our public launch as turning the vision into from one into zero and that we are currently in the foundation year. Can you sort of explain a little bit more about what this means in your own vision?
1: Sure. Thanks, Kira. That's a great question. Um, we've done most of the work in the last six months. Um, you know, Prior to that, there uh, was a lot of preparation, a lot of learning, and a lot of boot camps. We participated uh, from Berkeley Blockchain Accelerator uh, to CPL, we learned so much, and we formed the business model and it gets mature, more and more mature. In the last six months, we built the map engine, our own game engine, our marketplace, uh, most importantly, our blockchain. And with security parachain on Kusama. Uh, we pretty much uh, finished, you know, have all the basic features for each component so that the whole system starts flowing. So user uh, can launch their own metaverse, uh, buy a land block, and subdivide it and transfer to other people and, or sell it on the marketplace. And we found this a uh, very unique solution, the model that we created that's unparalleled on the market. And uh, the recent, you know, after testnet launch is a great success. Uh, although we have uh, more than 3,000 metaverses, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people are trying out. But we do see quite a lot of service builders creating wonderful things. And through that process, we learn so much what other features are actually missing and how users actually interact with our system. And also we noticed some performance uh, tuning uh, uh, challenges uh which we have a plan to to implement in the future releases i think it's very exciting for me to to see that the ideas turn from just the concepts and through hardworking, working and we see that start you know, showing uh, and working for the community and for the users you know we believe that metaverse will be the next trend for web3 because you know we see that you know nfts and and cryptos have a medium to be utilized however we don't stop there right uh, but you know from zero to one is a big milestone and you know personally to me and to our team uh, in the future you know uh, what could happen is that we want to develop more kind of a customized experiences like the experience firmware that our team is working on uh, shannon is doing uh, quite a lot of uh, r d in that space and also, we are looking at the new technologies. How can we boost the experience for user to meet the future requirements? Uh, I'm very excited about the code behind the metaverse and code behind your estate or land. that give you more flexibility to uh, creating features and experience uh, that are associated with your uh, territory. You know, uh, I'm very much looking forward to that. Yeah, there's a lot of exciting stuff that we are planning to do. Uh, we don't stop here it's only zero to one although you know it's a it's a first release you know uh, but we already done quite a lot of work in there as you can see uh, there are a lot of things that user can use directly and actually understand how that works so that's my uh, my comments
2: thanks ray BitCountry is focused on continuous growth. My next question is for Shannon. Um, Scalability is always at the forefront of our development. And now that we're in the foundation year, what do the next levels of development look like for BitCountry? What is the next phase, so from year one to 10, look like for BitCountry? And for you in particular, what are your thoughts, Shannon?
3: Yep, thanks, uh, Khadi. Um, yeah, I think it's a, a really a little bit similar to, to what Ray was saying. That I see that it's really more of an incremental process. So we keep going on developing out the the platform and the features. So we'll be focusing, of course, on stabilizing a lot of the features, seeing about improving user experience, making it easier to understand what's happening, to use the tools, and where we can see that feedback from the community and where we can see how people are using certain tools more than others will be. Taking that into into consideration when thinking about how can we develop it, add a little bit more, add a little bit more in that functionality or ease of use and things like that for those tools. And we're also going to be, of course, looking at um, adding in that functionality as well. Like Ray said, to be able to take customization to another level. So we've got lots of uh, tools that are in in development. Quite a few of them are getting quite close to to being rolled out so that you can start trying them out on the test set. And it's really just about putting in a a little bit of that fine tuning to get them kind of ready for you to try out. A lot of the new tools will come out in the sandpit for you to try out first. Um, And also, like Ray said, I'm also very excited to, to see the possibilities of what the community can create with the Experience Framework, which is essentially that kind of like code behind. So what I kind of see for the next kind of year one to 10 and as you're saying, is really just about building out the platform as a whole in terms of uh, the different functionality that's available. And I think at that point, we're going to st- start to see a lot more metaverses that are really quite different from each other to a much higher level in terms of the experiences that they have. Like one metaverse could be a completely different style compared to another by taking advantage of things like the experience framework to just completely uh, kind of curate or create these uh, events and such that people can get involved in.
4: Awesome, Shannon. I really like your answer, especially because we are building actually a platform that will be for the community. Users will be able to build and, well, I want to do an invitation to all, our, to all our community that if you feel that a feature that you want us to develop for you is not there yet, go to our Discord. There is a suggestions channel. We are keeping track of all the suggestions and we are analyzing those suggestions and Who knows, maybe one day your feature will be developed and you can do whatever you want or whatever you were planning with that. My question is actually also for Justin now. I know that you are deeply involved with building the optimal user experience for BitCountry. How are you making sure that BitCountry will be competitive and differentiate from other Web3 platforms or social networking or gamification projects? How are you building your vision on BitCountry and how will that set up? Actually, set it apart from its competitors?
5: Sure. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Hi hey everyone. Well, I guess as uh, Ray and Shannon already touched base into, you know, some of the elements, you know, of, of what visions that we're trying to build on the Bitcountry. So, fundamentally, I think Bitcountry is quite different with other kind of like implications projects or, you know, social networking platforms out there. I think like other people they focusing more on a silo metaverse or, you know, like a single kind of like gamification projects. But for us, it's more like, you know, we're focusing on the, you know, Bitcountry is more as an infrastructure and open network um, for gamifications and social network. Um, the user that can build on community um, on top of it. So that's the, some of like the key elements. I think apart from that, to making sure that we maintain you know, our visions and our differentiation with the other you know, competitor out there, I think is some um, of the three key things that I found is quite important for our team vision. The first thing is our culture. I think we're more focusing into the, the culture of the whole team. At the same time, you know, we're trying to deliver the culture for our user, for our community as well. The second aspect is more as the user focused. So that's as regardless of how wonderful of the idea is more for the user. So you know we take into that aspect back very seriously. You know, we see all the different areas that we can improve the user experience, how traditional user when they come into the platforms, they can start using it you know, at ease. And the last thing to stay on top of the competition is more as the innovation. We're just really focusing into innovations. Is there any areas that we think that we can innovate and make is more interesting for the user? You're helping the user to build more opportunity, to build more business on top of our network and infrastructure. So yeah, I think that is some key things that we felt um, this is quite important for us to stay on top of the competition. Of course, you know, we will keep continuing we keep focusing into user we can keep you know maintaining our great culture and sharing that with
0: our community. Thanks, Justin. I think you said that quite well. It's not just our product, but it's also our team that makes us stand apart from everybody else. And we do have a lot of points of difference and we're all here together, all turning up daily and have a shared vision, which we continue to build upon, which I think is very unique team dynamics. And we're just continuously delivering our milestones and a product, which is really exciting to be a part of. So I would like to ask my next question to Ray, please. As our leader, you uh, operate and wear many different hats. So you're kind of like a jack of all trades and uh, helping out across all of the different teams and always have a piece of wisdom to tell on our community side or on our blockchain side or our metaverse side. I would like to know what motivates you to build BitCountry and our team.
1: Thanks Kira. My motivation comes from initially we had this idea 3D world uh, early on and we see that uh, there's a medium that needs exist between the crypto world and, and, and the real world. And that concept further proved by a lot of uh, announcements in uh, last year, a lot of companies getting into the metaverse, and uh, we are among them, especially meta.com. And during the pandemic, uh, people think, you know, this must be a new way for people to socialize, uh, to feel the vibe, to feel the people, to feel the crowd. And we found this an interesting idea, uh, and uh, what really motivates me is people you know, like uh, most of our co-founding members and team members that we knew each other for a long time. And we've done something quite successful in the past. We overcome a lot of challenges, uh, go through some tough time, uh, but we made it, you know, we helped so many people success, uh, become successful in their career in the previous businesses. And now we, we're trying to create a something that can do that on a larger scale and follow the future trend in Web3. And uh, that really excites me. I think another part of motivation is really my personal goal is to create a platform to create a new level of success. Of course, nothing is easy, you know, you got this idea, you turn it into, you know, one and it will work, but, you know, through that journey, I loved the journey and working with people, especially co-founders that we continue to uh, solve the problems and see where things we can do better, and uh, continue to innovate in this space. As I mentioned, from zero to one, that we put a lot of efforts to make the idea working, transactional and flowable. And the next thing we look at uh, is to innovate in the space to bring new experiences and new models uh, in people's lives, especially in Web3. So that's uh, most of my motivation. and. I love what we do and I'll continue to to build. Of course, you know, there's different seasons, Uh, I have to be honest, it's a very tough time in the world, right? There's a lot going on and the market fear index is very high. My goal is to navigate the business and make sure the team remains productive and also continue to deliver the features that we want to do. At the same time, I need to look up the team's health and their well-being, their family. That's also important creating a sustainable uh, business and a platform is very important
4: to me also motivating me as well thanks that's amazing Ray. as the saying says if you want to go fast go alone if you want to go far go together and well we together are actually accomplishing several of the or actually most of our goals that we said when we talked about BitCountry and said we want to build this platform for our community for the users that want to bring their communities in and interact with them. So Shannon, my next question is for you. So in our industry, there are many new passwords and Metaverse is one of them. There are still a lot of people that don't understand what Metaverse is. How would you describe what BitCountry is to a five-year-old?
3: Sure, thanks, Chris. Yeah, so I guess there's kind of multiple parts to it. I think for BitCountry itself, I mean, genuinely kind of explaining it to kind of like a five-year-old, it's really about allowing you a user to be able to create your own world and you can bring like-minded people you could be bringing friends you could be bringing fans or your community or potentially other groups as well all into this kind of world with you and as part of it you get to control how your world looks it really is your decision on how should the sky look how should the ground look so basically from the top to the bottom you can kind of have control over what do i want this to be like what do i want my sun light to, to shine or from what direction so that's kind of really about customizing your world so it suits what you're trying to to have in terms of what appeals to you what makes sense for for your group for your community and kind of what was touched on with bitcountry being a platform it's really about enabling users to have the tools that are easy to use so that they can create these experiences for for themselves and for others and it's an opportunity for them to be able to show off their creations, to kind of show off their skills. So you could be taking pieces of work that you'd be created. So art pieces, or it could be other things. And we see that that could be an opportunity that you could put into your world. And you could also be doing other uh, potential businesses and such as well. So it really is kind of, how do you want to, to take advantage of creating your own uh, space um, to be able to demonstrate something, to be able to, to promote a community and awareness of things, to do gamification. There's quite a lot of use cases there. So I think that kind of touches on what Bitcountry is. Uh, of course, Metaverse is a related or uh, overlapping topic because Bitcountry is a Metaverse, but of course, Metaverse as a service. So you can create potentially multiple different Metaverses. And I think it's really just about uh, a Metaverse as being a virtual blended with real space essentially where there's much more of this integration between the two that you could more or less achieve a lot of different things in the metaverse and that it could actually have an effect on your life so yeah i think that gives it a little bit of an introduction to, to both and makes it kind of clear what bit country is in a more simple way
2: thanks Shannon. Yeah, in time, Metaverse and BitCountry will be synonymous. The BitCountry team, Justin, you focused on it a bit earlier when you were mentioning work ethics and company culture. Now, our team is made up of an international team of dedicated Metaverse believers, and we're all working together to build the top social connectivity platform of the future. How would you describe our work ethics and our company culture to a new team member?
5: Sure, yeah. Thanks, Gary. So the team culture for us is more like, you know, we're focusing on buildings and delivering delivering the long-term vision so in fact that you know Bit bit country vision we really started since I think the idea is roughly around 2018 so it's way before Meta.com to change the names or the metaverse and you know hype it started kind of hype it up because we I think for our team culture we believe that things as though based on hype is may not last long so that's why we have you know we require the team to have like a long-term vision and just the ability to deliver that okay so to have the ability to deliver that, it's come down into the second world ethic that we want to to explain that to you know all the new team member is more as the execution power. So that's is, is really important for a team to build a great product because you know we need to have all the team members they have like more at uh, a practical you know approach to execute the vision or to execute the features or the bugs or the things that they they're working on. And also it's, it's important to maintain as a good pace. It's not just for the beginning. Keep maintaining a very good pace for our team, that execution power. And the last thing that I want to talk for the effort is more as the flexibility, being more HL, um, being more flexible to a problem, because I think it's the majority of all, all of our team members, you know, we believe that every single problem will have a solution. You know, we will see as a lot of challenges. We will see a lot of problems and we will see a lot of new things we didn't expect it. But with that. Flexibility with the ability to adapt and to change. I think we can overcome into any kind of new challenge in the future. So that's is what ethics that we believe that from from the very beginning with the team member, and we'll carry on with any new team member will join you know our team as well.
4: I still remember my interview with you guys back in November last year. It was really an awesome experience and something that is still on top of my mind is is some words of wisdom that Ray shared with me which is we at big country we see problems as opportunities Things might not be easy all the time, but every time there is a problem, it's not a problem, it's an opportunity. So, Ray, you started your professional career as a software developer for 15 years before founding MVP Studio. Can you tell us a a little bit about your journey to becoming a leader, growing up, were you a natural leader? Or is it a skill that you have developed just with the experience? Sure, Chris. Yeah, I was a
1: kind of a geeky developer for a long time. I love coding, try different things. Uh, I remember before even Google Map exists, I did a personal project that convert the United States Tiger Line data to a mapping system to allow users to put a latitude, longitude into, uh, convert it into addresses now called reverse geocoding. You know, taking the data and import and all that stuff, I, I really love technology. However, I realized that uh, through my personal coding skills, I, I can only do certain amount of things uh, that can you know, impact to, to the community or users. And I realized that I need to learn to be a leader. So I started up as a technical lead at one of the companies. And that's where I learned how to work with people. It's not, I'm not saying that I'm a great leader, but it's, I think it's a continuous learning journey. I found, you know, as a leader, it's about helping others to become successful and align the company vision with their vision, with their dreams. And, and it's not about your own vision, it's about, uh, it's, a, it's a common goal that you want to achieve. There will be challenges, there will be excitement, how you work with the team to go through it, to handle that, to manage it, is very important. All right. I wasn't a very natural leader, as I said, I was a developer, but uh, I think one of the great events uh, that I, I did, uh, that, kind of, that actually helped me to, be, uh, to, to lead team is to attend a Toastmaster in the early days because, you know, I was quite a developer doing coding all day, you know, I found it really hard to stand in the front, talk to a lot of people, I guess really nervous, but when day I attended a Toastmaster, I learned how to turn that, you know, nervousness and energy into more power in, in my public speaking. And then uh, through business, I learned so much about to share your, uh, express your, your ideas and vision with other people. And then I simply worked. And then from there, I uh, set up an education a business and then help a lot of people kickstart their career. And I found that worked really well. And from my personal story, that actually uh, can influence a little bit, you know. Uh, once you get overcome the challenge and you get benefits out of the challenge, you become more confident in the space so that's kind of on my journey again it's a continuous learning journey it's not a one stop and then you become everyone so i'm still learning everything you know, with other leaders like uh, uh justin shannon daniel and other team members and you guys as well it's about the understanding of people and, and also this, this world
0: Thanks, Ray. Yes, as a leader, you have to have uh, lots of different tools in your belt and sort of be equipped to tackle any problem when it comes. And when a new problem comes, as Chris just said beforehand, you just go turn it into an opportunity. So I think you're pretty well practiced at doing that. uh, Likewise, there were Shannon and Justin as well. You guys are leaders of your own individual teams and uh, role models for a lot of our country team to look up to. Shannon, I remember watching YouTube a while ago, and I know that you were also a little bit maybe geeky or very much into computers growing up, uh, building computers. from a young age so I want to know more about what you first thought when you learned of the web 3.0 concept blockchain and cryptocurrency sort of what was it that grabbed you and inspired you to be a pioneer in this space
3: yeah cool thanks Kara yeah I actually first heard about cryptocurrencies mainly of course Bitcoin like 10 years ago or something um it was quite a while back of course it was quite interesting at the time but I didn't necessarily go too deep into it at, at that particular moment and of course, as as the years went by, it kept coming up. I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. This this thing keeps showing up from time to time from different sources. I kept hearing about it, and that's when I started thinking, you know, this is quite quite interesting. Like, what is the the ideal or the the point behind the cryptocurrency and blockchain? How does this really work from a technological point? So I was definitely interested to see. What that really meant what was it trying to achieve and of course each time you see the traction keeps coming back you hear about it again from a different source and it's like okay this is this is something that i definitely want to check into more one thing i kind of felt uh, definitely for a lot of the early part is because it's really for a lot of financial uh, reasons. And at least for me, I felt it was kind of a shame um, that there couldn't be more use case to to blockchain, that there couldn't be more use to to cryptocurrency and such. I know that there were definitely a few projects that were trying to use it for other purposes, like verifying things and tracking shipments of things around the country and stuff like that but i still wanted to see how it could be used or utilized to a much higher level to achieve something else and the kind of initial goals and ideas of blockchain and kind of this this sovereign entity that can kind of govern itself and keep existing outside of any other uh, country and stuff i thought that was a really interesting opportunity to better take that further with more utility really so that's when we were really excited about the idea of doing something like Bitcountry, where we can try and bring more life and bring more purpose into into the blockchain and crypto space than necessarily just being purely a um, a financial tool you know it's not just about a cryptocurrency it can be much more than that it can be giving utility to things and of course when nfts and stuff started showing up as well that was again like an evolution of the whole thing but i still wanted to see more more use and i think with bit country that's something that we can enable that utility to, to give more meaning to nfts to give more meaning to uh, cryptocurrencies and give more meaning to blockchain as well so yeah we're really excited to be able to to, to bring more possibilities into into the space for for blockchain as a whole for the whole community
2: Thanks Shannon, yeah utility has been the missing link and uh, that will definitely make sure that more people will join the space so it will lead to mass adoption for sure. Justin, you've been working with MVP Studios since 2013 and you're an advisor and a leader, you're at the forefront of all the latest developments. Can you tell us some of the lifestyle habits you have implemented to avoid burnout? Earlier you mentioned keeping a good pace, solid progress, but how do you make sure that it's a marathon and not a sprint and that you're keeping a good balance
5: sure yeah thanks um gaddy yeah well i can um, i can share a little bit about my personal experience right well i wish i can give some more advice but uh, <laughs> i'm not really a psychologist um you know to to give you know some more advice about avoid burnout but i think it's, it's all the, it's coming from learning from experience of course you know i got burnout in the past and i think you know i think to me is the burnout is coming normally coming from two forms on the physical forms and the mental form so that's the burnout hours that happened to me. So I think a like, physical form is, is quite, to me, it's quite easy to solve. It's more like, you know, taking some enough sleep, having some rest. But I think it's like mental forms is, is some things that, you know, I think we need to, I take that quite seriously. I think as, as the, the way that how I keep maintaining the good habits is trying to stay around it with the you know with like-minded people and there's always energetics or we have the new visions and especially you know when i feel a little bit down i talked to ray i talked to shannon you know i think they, they share a lot of new ideas i think it's made me feel some more energies again and i think it's, it's coming from what i believe is you will likely will get what you want you know based on what you're focusing on at the moment so so that's what i set my mindset is if we want to focusing into this area then i will most likely will get it or you know if i focusing into the other area i will most likely will get it more than the other area so that's you know how i can keep maintaining the good thinking so that's i avoid burnout or when burnout happens. And, you know, the the best thing for me to keep things balanced is myself personally, life was before switching into any other events, like, for example, spend time with the family, I try to achieve something in life was with working family, like, for example, solving the problem that I can solve is what will make my feeling is so great, you know, for other events. So it was will carry on, you know, when I spend time with the families and things like that. So that's that's that little trick to me that's make me feel that I think it's the feelings of accomplishment before doing spending time with my lifestyle I think that's that work well for me that you know every time when they're switching different events I feel ah oh, you know I, I feel really accomplished I feel, feel you know I, I achieve something um, so that's that's some of my personal experience that I, that I apply for myself and that how I keep Maintaining the good habits, obviously, at at the stage is oh
4: boy, but now, yeah. That's amazing, Justin. I will follow some of your advices. Actually, from my personal side, I typically say that if you have passion for what you do, is typically going to be a little bit harder to get an burnout because you are just <laughs> focused on the end goal. You are not thinking on, oh, it's just because I want this. No, it's just the end goal, the end goal. And once you're achieving that goal, you see that, oh, there are other things that I need to develop. So that's amazing. Thank you so much. Ray, you always share also your vision with our team and your entrepreneurial attitude is always looking for the next step forward. Can you give us some insight into your childhood? Growing up, did you have some who you looked up to or inspired you to challenge yourself in your personal and business life? Sure. I think my first teacher was my father. He
1: is an entrepreneur and he retired and also started a new business after retirement. Now hired about 50 people working for him in the company uh, doing the seafood business. He's always encouraged me to jump out the comfort zone and explore taking risks, you know, it's not all about excitement, sometimes it's very exciting, sometimes there's a lot of uh, problems you need to solve, but in general, you know, I just got this idea, the concept, like a habit, you know, because, you know, he gave me a lot of uh, lessons that you need to go out there and explore. That fundamentally gave me the strength and the idea about doing business. And that was also part of the reason that I left my full-time job, uh, you know, to explore business. So, yeah. So my father played a, a big role. Uh, in terms of uh, in the future, the people you know look up to. I just noticed a lot of people. They successful people. They all been through a lot of you know hard time, and and also uh, they try different things. They are not afraid of failing, and they continue to push. Eventually, you know, they go through this curve and they become really successful. And I learned a lot that through the entrepreneurs that, uh, you know, most people know in the world. I read their books, I uh, watch their videos, I got a lot of uh, inspiration from them. But again, you know, I believe that, you know, success is not created by just the the genius people. I think for everyone who has the attitude, who has the dream, uh, who has determination to accomplish.
0: Thanks, Ray. I have also heard the idea that leadership and success is exponential. It starts out slow and you learn how to fail. And then all of a sudden you start to get momentum and gravitate. And then it just is sort of incrementally good from then onwards. It's uh, very interesting hearing about who people look up to. And um, I think it also encourages us to look around at those people who are closest to us because usually they are very influential in our own lives. I'll go across to Shannon, please. I know that you have just become a father to a wee baby girl. I would like to ask, how do you juggle family life while also being dedicated to leading a team and building Big country?
3: Thanks, Kira. Yeah, I think it's really about about passion and support in a way. It's about the fact that we've got a great team. Of course, I have a very supportive wife and family. With this, we're always supporting each other, always working together to to make things happen. So that's in terms of like handling some of those more challenging times, which because those will always happen regardless of what's happening in life. There's always some challenge that will come up somewhere and kind of as the team has been saying you know that there's always a solution to it there's always a way to get through it to to turn it into an opportunity in some cases uh and that's something that i think it's really important to have that kind of support and to have that team atmosphere so that we can support each other whenever we're having any of those moments where it's maybe a little bit more difficult and you're you're pushing through to, to get things to happen but outside of that you know you it's a great project to work on and you got this uh, goal that you really want to achieve and things like that. So I think having that clear vision, that clear goal on on what you want to do as well really helps to be able to make it easier to know what do you need to focus on at any particular time so that you can make the vision come true so that you can achieve all the different aspects of what you want to do whether it be in big country or whether it be in your own kind of family life and things like that as well so i think that that's really the the main way that i can to handle juggling this the situation with looking after my daughter and also working on the project and helping to achieve the vision of bit country
4: that's amazing i feel related to that i typically say when somebody asks me why do you work so hard well because i have a son as well so why else why else i try i'm trying to build a future for games so yeah thank you shannon justin the web3 space can be sometimes very volatile and fast-paced how do you try to stay on top of and ahead actually of industry trends
5: yeah thanks well, I mean, as, as you already mentioned, there's a lot of, you know, like a lot of information, um, a lot of innovations in, in this field, especially in Web3. I think the first things that make me like feel, I think this is like always oh, want to, you know, just stay on top is all about like curiosity and the belief okay so things like you know i strongly believe the web three gonna be the great innovations is going to be bring the user you know into like the true ownership of whatever that, the digital assets that they got and the curiosity is, is some things that i always you know having so like for example when i look at into the new technology i'm just trying to find out exactly how it works you know in that shelf and and how we can you know see things and what is the benefits they can bring into the user so about a like of practice and how I can always, this is not always staying on top, but I, I keep following up with, you know, like industry train is by following and subscribing into all the, you know, opinion leader in a few, especially, you know, when they share some things or they got some breakthrough, I always, always stay on top and trying to curious, you know, use my curiosity to learn more of what it is about. And the last thing is like any other people that read I think mean, myself, you know, I love reading good because I think it's more so of the project thing, the, the web three is transparency. So, you know, it's all open source code. I just keep reading the code, you know, explore the different way of how to be solving the problem. That's as, you know, for other people, they reading, you know, a book. But for me, that, that's what I'm, I'm reading as almost on every day um, on a daily basis. And so that's as you can see. All the different opinions different way of people they look into um the problem and that's i think i think you know when you find out the solutions that they apply i think is really like excited me so that's things two ways that i normally use to stay on top of the industry trends.
2: justin yourself shannon and ray you are such an inspiration it's your passion your curiosity as you mentioned and also your ability to dive deeper and identify those underlying trends and motivations that is something that i'm really motivated by and i'm inspired by every day now as role models and mentors in the space i have one final question for everyone here what are the greatest lessons you have learned and what words of wisdom do you have for newcomers to this space and i will start with you ray uh,
1: the greatest lesson learned i think you'll know, never stop learning you know, it's it's a it's a lifetime journey, but uh, you know sometimes we think, oh, we're getting older, we're getting more mature, we learn everything. It's not, you know, the world is changing rapidly. Uh, you never know what's going to happening tomorrow or what's coming tomorrow. Be diligent and then continue to learn the new things and adapt to the new world. I think uh, everyone experienced uh, uh, 2021 since the pandemic, the world has become a new place right now. Uh, Be resilient, you know, in different situations. There are different challenges. I think, uh, you know, we need to learn how to overcome them from the inside you or work with the team. Uh, I think my words for the newcomers, make sure that Web3 is a new space. It's not just about investment. It's about the project. It's about the future trend. It's about the team, right? We're here to continue to build, uh, deliver something interesting and useful for the communities and um, we believe that a uh, community will utilize big country to create a metaverse or personal base for their friends and people and, and, and the team and community watch the space and continue to learn our platform our new roadmap our future development thank you
2: that was so beautifully said thank you ray shannon
3: sure thanks katie I man lessons is a is a very uh, big and broad thing <laughs> I guess one that I feel is quite useful, and to a great degree it's really an underlying or uh, underlying topic that we keep mentioning throughout the whole thing, is that one thing, being self-taught with a, a lot of technology and stuff for myself, I feel that it's, it's always been an interesting observation that in the beginning you may feel that something is not possible. You may feel that I could never do that, or that this just isn't possible. But what you'll find, of course, pretty much every time, is as long as you keep going, as long as you keep pushing and striving to achieve or do something, it will happen, it will get there. That's something that I, I know with absolute certainty through through everything that's happened. And I think that that one is quite useful for a lot of people to know in just a very general sense, because there's much more to, to everything than just that. But I think that one's always kind of nice to, to keep in mind. And I think as well, especially I guess in kind of the crypto space for people who are very new to it I think that it's important to be very deliberate with what you do make sure that you're giving it thought make sure that you're not getting into something just because of hype just because you think oh this is some kind of magic you know i will invest all my life savings into something and it will definitely go right you need to be very deliberate with it you need to do your due diligence you need to do your research make sure you understand what's going on make sure that you have realistic expectations and things like that and i think that that's really important as well uh, when it comes to not just the space but a lot of things in life you know don't just necessarily expect a the the, the silver or magic bullet uh, kind of situation and saying that like I said, I believe that kind of with dedication and persistence into to making things happen, you can make that success. And that's what I see with Big Country as well. That we're here to really make a long-term impact with what we're doing. And that means that regardless of what's happening in the market, that we have that desire, that goal, that we want to achieve something, and we are going to make it happen.
2: So it's persistence, mindfulness, and it's kind of fun to do the impossible. Uh, Justin, over to you. What words of wisdom do you have?
5: Yeah, I think it's like, you know, some of, well, this isn't lessons, but um, I think it's more the things that, you know, after there's a lot of events happening in this space, in this market, and Web3, a few, I think it's like, Shannon's already touched, base a little bit into it. It's, it's, I think it's all about staying more conservative. So that is the, one of the things that, you know, I think I feel, that um, this is making it very clear, it's very obvious in this view and you know throughout the journey I feel that, you know, we always need to stay conservative you know, into whatever you do. Um, always risk focus and you know follow all different ways that how we can manage the risk. It's not only for the investment on web trees or investment into the project. I think, you know, I'm talking more about like the approach, the features, the things that you want to deliver into the community. So, you know, with the best things that we await Thinking, you want know, to you know we want to protect our community we want to do the best product with um, you know less amount of risk and things you know to all of the community and to our user that's the um, the area that I learn um, it's quite a lot we always stay more conservative and deal you know, with everything that in, in this view as is quite very um, vital ties and this is changing very quickly
4: thank you so much you guys hey, andre shannon justin thank you so much for sharing your feedback your insights a little bit more about your past some of your tips and tricks i personally feel really motivated you guys are an inspiration so i'm really sure that the community listening to you will feel hopefully more confidence and not in you not in the with country but in themselves that things as long as they want to achieve a goal they can go for it they can continue working hard pushing 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 and Hopefully magic will happen by hardworking, by having that goal set and going for it. Thank you so much. I think that will be for this week. So yeah, thank you so thank you so much guys for joining us on Discovery This Week. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe for weekly updates, and see you in the next time.